Hey, what it do, sports fans? Welcome to the Sports Live podcast brought to you by Multimedia Live. I'm Sboom Jigeliso, your host, and I will be joined by various guests on this exciting new podcast to discuss the latest ins and outs of the sporting world. Man, I keep saying this, that a week is a very long time in sports. When I recorded the last episode at a hotel in Tokyo, I was still waiting for the first real upset of the Rugby World Cup. Then kabang, they came rushing past at speed like rear via buses. First, Uruguay beat Fiji 30-27 last week Wednesday on the day of our release, as if to say, Smoo, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Then the Brave Roses, Japan, put away another top team in green by beating World Cup contenders Ireland in Shizuka last Saturday, 19-12. It was an amazing game which ebbed and flowed, went one way, then the other. Japan stayed in the fight the entire time before seizing their opportunity to strike. Jamie Joseph's men Getting away with the victory there. Happy for the captain on the day, Peter Lapis Labaskachny. Obviously, he was a South African-born gentleman who I happened to bump into at the New Otani Hotel lobby while I was in Japan. I got a nice little selfie there. And you can check that out at Sbu underscore Jigeli. So on Twitter, a special mention to Wales as well for winning their nail-biter against the Wallabies, which had Wallabies coach Michael Checker frothing at the mouth regarding some of the refereeing decision. And oh, by the way, I hope you guys listened to our Rugby World Cup preview episode from the 18th of September, which featured former top referee Jonathan Kaplan talking about the controversial controversial decisions uh, that were that we were expecting at the showpiece in Japan. It turns out that Jono was spot on, but you have to go back to Iono FM to our page and uh, listen to that episode again if you have already downloaded it. If not, I don't know what you are waiting for. And then the Springboks bounced back from their opening round defeat to the All Blacks by beating Namibia at the city of Toyota Stadium on Saturday, 57-3 in the end. The standout performer there was Bongim Bonambi. The hooker scored two tries and was outstanding in general play and line-out work, especially from the back of the driving mall. But as usual, no surprises here. All eyes were on fly-half Elton Yanchis, who didn't have the best game in a Bok jersey. Mr. Slew of goal kicks. Under pretty much no pressure and dropped a few regulation passes as well, even though it was in pretty dewy conditions. It was a sloppy performance to say the least. That said, I have to spell something out about Elton. And I didn't do my usual Twitter reaction or Twitter rant, whatever you you call it, on purpose because I wanted to have this rant on the podcast. Now, I've said this before. Elton Yanchis is a confidence player. So what you have to do with Elton Yanchis, if you're a coach, he's a confidence player, right? If you're a coach, let's say you're a Rassi Erasmus, why not follow the lead that someone like Johan Ackerman has done? Why not place Elton 
uh, where he is under the most pressure? Why not give him as much responsibility as he can possibly get? Because we've seen that as the number one option, and I'm not saying he's the number one option for the, the Springboks here, Henry Pollard is, but as the number one option, which he was for the Lions, he led them to three back-to-back Super Rugby finals. And that was only because Johan Ackerman was able to say to him, you are my main man, and regardless of what happens, I'm willing to let you try your stuff to go out there. If you miss a kick, not the end of the world, you get another chance. And eventually, Elton evolved into a, a 80 to 90% kicker. At some point, he was a 90 to 100% kicker, which was very, very dependable, which is the kind of kicker you need at the Rugby World Cup. I'm not excusing the performance against Namibia. It is Namibia, there was no pressure. But to go into that game having already being told by the coach that you've now dropped to third in the fly half pecking order even though you left South Africa having led the second team the B team to wins against the Wallabies in the first game of the rugby championship at Ellis Park and I was there to see his performance very clean performance he allowed Herschel Yanchis in front of him to do his job as well and he was outstanding and they beat Argentina in the last game at home before they left for the Rugby World Cup and he was a starting fly half there but it seems like the guy can't have a bad game he can't have an off day because there are people shouting saying that he's not good enough to be in the Springbok squad then you have a coach basically saying to him look uh, in the absence of Henry Pollard, I've got France staying in there. And how do you expect the guy to then pick himself up for a game against Namibia, which he knows South Africa is going to win anyway, and there's no pressure to put those kicks away? And I'm not excusing the performance, but I'm saying that give the guy confidence and you will get the absolute, absolute best out of him. Now, if you've been following a football and you've been following the APSA Premiership, you would have seen the amazing spectacle uh, that took place between Orlando Pirates and Cape Town City, who put on a 3 all draw at Orlando Stadium on Saturday. It was one heck of a game for the neutrals. Three goals per team, six different scorers on the score sheet. It was just the game that the fans have been crying out for in the Premier Soccer League. But for Buccaneers fans, though, it means that their team has won only one game in their last five league games. And aspersions have been cast at standing coach Rulani Mukwena. Lots of fans are calling for club chairman Dr. Irvin Koza to act quickly and appoint an experienced coach. I'm sure our football authorities in the Tiso Black Star group such as Mark, Stryker, Stradum, Sazi, Hadebe, and the likes of Sihlen Debele will keep you updated on all those developments regarding Ezemnyama Nengani. Right, now let's get to our formalities. Upset of the week for this week goes to the shock of Shizuka. Japan beating Ireland 19-12 in an enthralling game last Saturday. Shout out to uh, Michael Leach, man. That guy was monstrous. Came off the bench for Murphy and he just raised the bar completely, completely high. Lapis Labaskachny again, whom I've mentioned, was immense as he was against Russia in the opening game. Great stuff from Japan. Now we can put away the, 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 the miracle of Brighton and the embarrassing Springbok defeat to Japan from the last World Cup aside. Ireland have joined the ranks of having lost to Japan. Welcome on board, boys. Welcome on board. Let's go to the playmaker 
of the week. I have to give it to Kaiser Chiefs for their near flawless start to the season. They were top of the APSA Premiership blog at the end of August and they were top at the end of September. They beat Baraka 1-0 last weekend thanks to a Lebohang Manyama 39th minute strike. That means Chiefs are in pole position still at the time of recording, which has to be a commended effort, even though they faced a lot of criticism, especially under current coach Ernst Middendorp. A lot of people didn't think that they would be anywhere near the top of the log by this stage of the season or any stage of the season for that matter. But here they are, the log leaders. And I know the log is going to shift in shape with Sundowns making up some ground and they're busy with the CAF Champions League and stuff like that. But real recognize real and Chiefs at the top right now as you're listening to this, as we're recording this. Chiefs are top that can't be taken away. And a special mention to Mamelodi Sundowns for putting away Ivorians caught the or 11-1. Yeah, you heard that right. 11-1. That is not a cricket scoreline. That is not a rugby scoreline. It is a football scoreline of a match that took place at Lucas Moripe Stadium that helped Mamelodi Sundowns qualify for the group stages of the CAF Champions League. With a mammoth 16-1 aggregate score, it was like the power lines of, of, of CAF Champions League qualification. It is actually, in fact, the, the record scoreline of a CAF club game. So well done to Mamelodi Sundowns. Tune in to Cargumentative every Monday morning on Times Live Motoring. You can join myself, Thomas Faulkner, and my regular gang of automotive misfits as we discuss motoring news, views, and of course, have a cargument or two. That's Cargumentative, only on Times Live Motoring. To advertise on the Sports Live podcast, email us at smiths at tsoblackstar.co.za. Now, I can't wait till I say this is the Sports Live podcast brought to you by... This is your name, your entity, your brand, right after the Sports Life podcast. That's Smith S at tsoblackstar.co.za. Smith S S M I T H S at T I S O B L A C K S T A R dot C O dot Z A. The second part of our special segment focuses on some of the intricacies of becoming a black coach in South African rugby. Of course, this is part two of our conversation, which features Bulls Lock, Fudge Mabeta, and SA Schools coaches Mzuake Ngosi, as well as Piwe Nomloma. They speak about what it's like to coach young kids from impoverished backgrounds and what these kids go through once they enter the lofty environments of Loftus, Ellis Park, Kings Park, and the like. There are some funny stories in there, but there are also sad stories about kids with learning disabilities who are brilliant on the rugby field. And to use a quote from Piwa Nomlomo, we've got to make rugby that is a sport for everyone. I just get chills thinking about it, but have a listen for yourself. Here's Mtunzi Fajma Beta, Piwa Nomlomo, Mziwake Nkosi, speaking at Craven Week this year in Bloemfontein, talking about what rugby means in South Africa, part two of this co- fascinating conversation. It's about 7 a.m. at a crispy, crispy stadium in Bloemfontein, and these guys are getting in deep in the conversation now. Please do enjoy.
your journey, uh, which is what I want you to get back to. Fun <laughs> <laughs> to run away yeah. from the yeah, you kind of sidestep the question there, uh, passed it the back off to Mzix. Um, but uh, yeah, you're also an educator as well, which I think is a key ingredient here. Um, I look at you guys, and then um, obviously me being influenced by a lot of worldwide sports, and I something says. Uh, Tony Bangi, Lavi Smith, those are the two NFL coaches that met for the first time in a Super Bowl yeah, 2007. Super Bowl, yeah. in, in, in a hundred years. Crazy, of, eh? Yeah, that, and that's what I see with you guys. Like, um, it is highly possible that at some level through this journey, you will you'll sit back uh, in in the high head coaching booth is <laughs> with with a whole lot more at stake, you know. Um, and and a lot of those guys, I mean. Uh, Lavi Smith has written books. He's a mentor. He's a life coach. Yes, Tony uh, Dungy is, and Tony Tony Dungy is, yeah. is wow. again is also marriage counseling. You know, it's not even just about the NFL. You take that even further. Sir Graham Henry, uh, former headmaster, Jake White, former um, uh, school teacher. Um, again, the journey when you're working with kids and and and, and learning how to be a manager and a mentor. Um, how have you found that? I, I think, who was I talking to you, sir? I don't know who I was talking We are talking about the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, it becomes a lot easier when you're dealing with kids on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in a class of 30, you've got 30 different personalities. Yeah. You know? If you see eight classes in a day and let's say uh, 30 different kids each time, so you can understand you've got so many personalities yeah. that you've got to deal with and you've got to put them together because you've got to teach them something. And every single one has got to understand it so that they can apply it when the exams comes, when the test comes. Right, right. So we we probably, without even knowing it, um, have such a good grounding in that we, we've got to understand each person, what makes you tick, yeah. how do you take in that information, which is different from each person, um, so we privileged. We are really, really privileged to have had the teaching background, yeah. as opposed to a person who comes in specifically just for rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So because your job's on the line, you sometimes don't really care about how the kids been and what the home situation right, is. It's right, it's just right. all about winning. Yeah. Also, yeah, to yeah, speak to yeah, B's point, yeah. you know, speaking to Paul Anthony, who's now going back to Pajar Boys. Thank God. Not <laughs> <laughs> for the German schools. <laughs> and I love for fudging eyes and life saving. What teaching, teaching gives you is you've got to land the plane. A, a good major man speaks about landing the plane. Yeah. You, it gives you the methodology. And you got to come out here and land the plane when you're when you, when, when you, when you coaching kids. You gotta yeah. So the yeah. teaching, that's the advantage you're speaking about, the teaching methodology. Yeah. How do, how do you impart the, the knowledge that you have onto a kid who. You know, who's going to play on the field? Yeah, doesn't have has not even close to the experiences you have. Now you have to give him that relation. Imagine it's a it's a huge challenge, and you're right. It helps dealing with so many different characters day in day out. You learn how to deal with the majority, and also how to speak to all of them yeah. as a unit. Yeah. You know, for sure. Paul Anthony, yeah, they're celebrating a Pretoria boys' eye. You know, we have to. Be yeah, Yet. We've been SH for years now. It's, it's enough. Uh, yeah. I think it's enough. Yeah, they're celebrating. And I've seen one or two of his sessions. You can just see that somehow he hasn't, he's never met some of those kids. Yeah. Somehow, some way, 
His kids are just responding to him, you know? Yeah. They're just responding. Anthony has a lot of that, um, where he he relates to kids. Look, um, I think the job at at, at the Sharks coming in and being assistant, and it was probably one of those he deserves it kind of appointments, you know, just to get, get a taste of the, the, the limelight and franchise, a feel of things. But if you if you take uh, Anthony to work with kids, man, he is like a duck to water. I, I think I think for me, there's definitely there's a lot there's a lot to say about a man that is that passionate about 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 youth, and um, and and it's it's it, it it's I think it's an ingredient each of the bigger franchises ought to even look at. If you look at the young black kids, and this is a big bugbear I have with the ecosystem in rugby is they'll you'll, you'll take a young kid from the eastern cape talented kid right you and then you just chuck him in 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 a changing room where he might not understand afrikaans he he, he might be a little overwhelmed because maybe in that first month he, he doesn't even have money to survive lizo has tell has told the story lizo koboka has told the story about how he slept on the floor didn't have curtains uh, survived on bread and milk uh, just to make a trial in Eastern Province, yeah. just for trials, and they weren't paying him just to make a trial. So that struggle is real. Like no matter how talented it is, you can never go to work and do your job where your biggest worry is, oh, where am I going to stay? Yeah, exactly. It's some of the most minute things. Whereas you get your more privileged players, they will get there. The coach has played with his dad. I, they know his uncle. Uh, they, the coach might even be his dad. <laughs> you know? So too gets, soon, too soon, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> you know, he might get there and, and he doesn't have to worry. I, I don't know if you guys follow the Players' Tribune where there's a guy called Carl Corver, who's a basketball player, plays for uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, when he said this. That he was shocked that Andre Godala said he sends money to his parents. He's like, you give money to your parents? Why would you do that? <laughs> but, but you'll be shocked. I mean, working at the Lions with the, with the Junior Curry Cup. Yeah, stuff, yeah. Um, it, those kids, like P said, you play for livelihoods. Imagine being a breadwinner at 18. Being a breadwinner at 19. Yeah, So yeah. when your salary comes in end of the month, you send money home. Yeah. So when other Oaks are like, yes, boys, let's go play some golf. <laughs> Can't afford to buy 600 bucks playing at, at a fancy golf course. Yeah. That, that, and, 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 then, and then you start putting rugby into perspective. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you look at successful programs, um, to speak to your point of, yeah, yeah. you can't just take kids and pluck them here, take kids, pluck them there. And if, if you can facilitate quality environments, you know, some some a major man played for the Saracens as a as a hooker behind Scott and Dylan Hartley. Yeah, and he was saying, you if you if you've got kids, if they take your if you take your family over there, you gotta take care for your little kids. Yeah, that's what um, shit, man. Scott Brooks was saying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one less one less one less thing, thing you gotta worry, worry about. Because yeah. now you go there, you take your wife. She doesn't have a job. Now, but it's your kid. So if you create a quality environment, whichever yeah. way. Yeah. So whether it's in a school where however the environment is, whether it's at a professional union or whether it's right. in a junior structure, yeah. if you can facilitate an environment where they can come to training without really having to worry about, yeah, boys, I don't have a pair of boots, or some of the most I've, got to, I've got to make sure that, things. you know, it was Sticks Mobile, who's with, who works with Marius 
um, schoolman. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I'll tell you a funny story about him. I'm digressing now. He, we should take, we should play for UJ. We took the last taxi from UJ into town, from town into Alex. We played for Yuhu for Nas at the time. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, now that all, can you imagine? You, you, you're looking at practice. You're like, oh, Koji. It's quarter to, it's 20 to 8, brother. You, I've got 10 minutes before I finish, <laughs> finish this practice session. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to get awkward. Because yeah. you get to Alex, the Alex Texas. You're going to take a taxi to North, yeah. in town from North. You're going to oh, take a taxi. You've been to, to Alex oh, after oh, 8. Calm down. No, calm down, bro. For that to become a genius, bro. For that to become a blitzbok. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. You know, for him now to become a coach, it's crazy. Yeah. It's unheard of. Because, no, that is a blitz box, but is it, what type of blitz box is it? Is it just a blitz box that you make sure that when he gets a salary, he's going to send it over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, eh? It is. It's insane. P, your, 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 obviously the Eastern Cape environment, you know, you get some good boys. It's improved, I think. Yeah. You know, if you if you were at Selborne or you get a chance to go to Selborne at Dale, at Queens, you know, that, that, that already puts you um, a level above basic, but... You get those kids, um, I'm sure, where you're like, man, at home the situation's not great. Yeah. 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 You talk about that and you talk about uh, the colleges. We've got a kid here mm. who, who goes to Baseball. Baseball, yeah, yeah, Baseball. yeah. That's, that's East London. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, man, the last guy to, to literally make it out of Baseball who had a chance was Nicola Blicknot. Mm, yeah. yeah. And you went on to play for the Sharks and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So you can, it's a special needs school. So when you're explaining maps and you're explaining launches and that, this kid looks at you, he understands rugby. Speak rugby to me. Don't talk maps and don't show me pictures. So the so challenges are different. So he's got a, a rugby brain. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Like, so, yeah, like he accesses a, a part of his brain where everything is clear in rugby. Like he, he gets a full picture. But you give him logs and, and uh, algebra, then things start to, to clatter, which happens to all of us. I mean, uh, that's why it's very important to read the kid instead of forcing the kid to read yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So the interesting thing is he's a genuine, genuine winger, but he's an 11. But because a lot of our launchers come from that side he had to play 14 because he forgets where he should be and he's not quite in the right place right so we, we got to make sure that rugby is for everyone yeah Fudge yeah. touched on it earlier on rugby's changed it's completely changed you know what we used to be and what it is now yeah. everyone can play so if we now take that kid and we don't give him the opportunity he doesn't get seen he's an explicit block he's one of the quickest out here he's got feet like you can't believe it's good in the air He's got everything. Yeah. He just needs that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. You know, and fortunately, he's still 17. Hopefully, he's back here again next year yeah. where he can really show what he's made of. Yeah. So, I mean, going back to the colleges and that, oh, man, there's some soft spots for, for the Dalians especially um, because those kids, if you saw just where they come from when you have to go and fetch it, Zwake touched on it earlier on when he says just for practice. When a Dalian says, no, I can't make it to practice because I don't have money, you kind of go, no, man, don't be silly. You got to Dale. Yeah. You know, and then when the you perception. go... perception. Yeah. Everyone thinks 100%. the Dale of Kobani Bobo, the what Dale of Keegan Daniel, uh, the Dale of Bjorn Basson. You know, they're thinking, 
This is where Springboks are made. Correct. People uh, don't realize that, that some families are just trying to cross the line of getting them into jail. This is they, they can do no further yeah, than that. And that's yeah, it, you yeah, know. Yeah. And that's the that's the win, you know, and like get them in there, you know, and that's it. And and it's difficult, you know. Yeah. You know anything above and beyond that becomes really difficult. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. And that's why I think it's so important for Oaks like Mosaics yeah. to be part of the system because you understand where those kids come from. You know, when a kid says, I haven't eaten, can I not practice today? I haven't eaten for two days. Jeez. You understand what it means, by the ah, You know? When you say, but if you don't understand and he tells you that he hasn't eaten for you don't and you drop it. Because it doesn't make sense in your head. Yeah, the, the, the human doesn't register. No. Yeah. It won't. No. It won't. Just to touch on that, yeah. but the hunger for the game, mate. So I was down in, uh, speaking about Dale. I was down in um, in in Kamauk, and while I was, I, I spent about three years down in the East. Case Kamauk, that's where um, o, 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 uh, the winger uh, Yongi Noko is from. Yes, oh. yes, yes, indeed. So I go down there. They've got quite quite some well organized NGOs and, and whatnot. So I go and check it out, and I try to do a little rugby workshop. Yeah, because it's not just about playing the game. Yeah, when was it's actually beautiful to start understanding. This was in twenty seventeen. Okay. So two years back. Yeah. Um, it's actually amazing to realize actually how many people want to be coaches, managers, yeah. you know, and the people who just love sport. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. ladies, yeah. you know, men and women, you know, yeah. and it was beautiful. So I go out there and I do, you know, basics, cones, just passing a ball around, questionnaires, getting data. So I realize that, no, man, where, where are all these guys? What's yeah. happening? They take me up. We travel for about an hour up into the thing and they have this field up the mountain there, you know, and this case comes very close to Hodgeback. Yeah. I go up there, they're playing touch and having a practice. Mate, I tried to just join them, you know. Yeah. I, I could realize already that, okay, this is ages of 16 up to like 35-year-olds here. Okay. Chamming on the field, 15 aside, touch rugby. Yeah. I tried to join them. <laughs> Listen. These guys love <laughs> the game. I didn't even last yeah. two minutes. They, did, they two ran minutes, you ragged. No, two minutes, I twisted my ankle. <laughs> two minutes, I twisted my ankle. I was out. As in, it wasn't, I wasn't tired or anything. I was injured. I was gone. <laughs> touch rugby. You know, touch rugby. They love it. You know, they, yeah. they love the game. You know, and it's played out there, especially around Dale, like you mentioned, um, Pure. Uh, so. It's there. There is a hunger for the game. It's yeah. just uh, unfortunate that there isn't. Not many people have access to it. Yeah, yeah. that's the challenge, isn't it? It's, the challenge is getting people, um, coaching dynamics, union structures, provisional franchises. They've got to have people who understand everyone from every or or kids or players or boys. I think so. All walks I think of life. you need one. You don't need one. You need plenty. Or two minimum, like a. a, a, a even a, like a, a human relations officer. Like, yeah. that's the only way I can put it. A what, guy what do you think Petty Upton and, 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 and mm. Tim Goodenough and those folks have made yeah. their bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they found a niche in that uh, there's a disconnect in, in managers yeah. and staff, read coaches and players. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and how do you build that connection? I mean, those folks, those folks are printing bucks out of you know, out of creating relationships yeah. between people. Which yeah. should be in eight, <laughs> which should be natural. You, you know, you know? So if, if you look at franchise, if you look at franchises um, in South Africa, let's use South Africa, even schools. I mean, how many times do we hear stories of, yes, chaps, we played in our first side and yeah, boys, you know, the, the, the coach used to drill us and, 
you know, the Oak didn't understand yeah. our circumstances, our background. Now you go to franchises, you know, what happens when you sign uh, an Oak from Border Country Dixies and you bring him up to Joburg? You know, where does he stay? Do you do you pay him up with someone? Um, now, that, now, you th- now you throw him in... in yeah, yeah, just pair, that pairing up point. Um, Hilton Roberts. I heard a story about Hilton. You guys remember when Hilton broke out? Yeah. One of my favorites. He's a 19-year-old. Ah, wow. Damang. Damang. Oh. I heard that Hilton had trouble uh, reading numbers. Yeah. yeah, I think he's dyslexic, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he gets the money, but he can't... Like, he, he can't... It's so bad that he can't... Yeah, he can't balance it out, can't budget, can't... You know, but he's getting Bulls money, Bulls franchise money. And they had to try to get um, Chili Boy to, you know, at airports, you know, this is where you go to sort of chaperone, chaperone him. And how was, how, how was that for, for Hilton Roberts at, 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 at Bulls? Like, to just sure. you have to go through You're that. now, mate. One of my favorites. And, listen, and you're told. listen, this yeah. guy was hard. Mate, raw, when I speak about raw, you want a raw talent. Yeah. In that flanker position. Yeah. You know what I mean? The number True seven. grit. True grit, won't stop, you know, can't stop sort of an attitude. He was breaking things apart yeah. at the Bulls. Practices, even. Holding bags. He was clapping oaks. Holding yeah. a bag. Yeah, yeah. Holding a bag. <laughs> he was literally clapping oaks. You know, he was yeah. an extremely aggressive um, player. Um, yeah, just reminded me of an even more raw Jerry Collins. You yeah, know? And, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right, you know. Um, Yes, from, of course, a background where um, it wasn't, you know, um, Model C schools, just out in the districts. Um, and, it, of course, it's a big struggle to enter into a franchise that has a specific culture and trying to break into that culture. Yeah, and it, yeah. was, it was a battle, but, it, you know, I, I commend him for being able to stay in it for so long and working it out, you know, grinding it yeah, out, you know yeah. what I mean, for so many years. And I think he learned a lot. Hence, he's still playing rugby. Yeah, yeah. You know, professionally, he's still playing rugby. He's still out there, still performing well. He played in the Pumas game. Um, did well. You know, it was great to see him. He's looking in great shape. And it is a, it is a challenge in, in these structures. And it's because we, don't, we just don't have... Um, we're not represented at the management level enough. We're not represented at the presidential level enough. And yeah. slowly but surely, that will come. Hopefully, this is the start of it, but it's, it's, it's vital because then you can start to implement programs and yeah. implement a communication that speaks, you know. To How the many Hilton Lobbitzes have we lost over the years? Uh, it's a shame, man. Yeah, it is it's a shame. A, it's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. There's an Oak who was a, a Springbok at 21 or whatever age he was, a young Springbok. 20, 20 years old. 20 years old. You know, yeah. there you go. At 20, if you take his counterpart, let's say, let's take a counterpart. Let's take a Scott Berger who made his Springbok debut. P- in the world. Or a PSP. Oh, PSP. Those have gone to win yeah. rugby championships. Yeah. Um, they've gone to become their legends. I mean, yeah. and not, there you are. Yeah. What, what is different? But at 20, what is different between Scott Berger, as an example, and Hilton Lovins? In fact, I'd, I'd argue and say Hilton probably had to, had to fight a whole, through a whole lot more obstacles 
to become a Bok at 20. Yeah, yeah. Versus a Skulk Burger went to whose who's dad's yeah, a Skulk Burger. Yes. <laughs> so, number one, he's a Springbok gene. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. What does that do for your character does, as a player? Yeah, character, yeah. You know? yes, Imagine no, You know the saying, Springboks give mm. birth to Springboks. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he went to uh, Polkham. So, old, I mean, I think Skulk Burger wanted to play cricket. They don't want to play rugby, man. The story goes. He was a magnificent cricketer. Like, yeah. Brilliant, bro. Come, yeah. Let's, have rugby, let's have a look. At 20, he's making some more debut. Lobbots, on the other hand, yeah. has to come to a showpiece event like the Craven Week so and, someone can find so, him. So can Ian Schwartz finds him, he signs him, he goes to the Bulls. He, in two years later, he becomes a Springbok. And he's playing for the Pumas today with all due respect to the Pumas. Yeah. Can, it can it I, hasn't gone the same trajectory as a scout. Can I ask, what went wrong? Well, that's a question we've got. To, oh, we've got. We as a rugby community have got to ask ourselves. And yes, not everyone will make it in rugby. You understand that? Yeah. It's a. It, it's got a massive attrition rate. Mm. But how do we have Oaks who are similarly talented, who make the Springbok yeah. debut as a benchmark at the same age? What went wrong? So you actually mentioned now actually how it helps being an educator as a coach, right? Why? Because you're able to relate, right, mm. to many different people now. It's so important when the demographics, you know what I mean, suit the demographics of the country. Why? Because players can then relate to you. You know, it's an, it's an important factor. And I think that it's, it's so difficult. I mean, I, I, I empathize with some of the coaches as well who are great, who are really talented technique-wise, technically brilliant. But it's, it's a battle to try to relate to some of these guys who are just from backgrounds and also in a situation where you can't even speak a language, you know, it's difficult. How do you then help that yeah, player yeah. become more? How, how is it? Is it not then becoming a little bit frustrating for you as well to be sticking to these basics just to communicate with the player? So I just think that you need to be able to relate to a player. You need to be able to at least have those demographics in your management system. So you at least have coaches there to lead the player to take that mentorship role. Vital. You know, it's a professional setup. It's not a joke at the professional setup, mate. You know, at the end of the day, there's a certain standard and these guys are just thrown into the deep end to the standard, which is above and beyond most of the time anything they've ever experienced before. Yeah. Uh, he was asking what happened. You know, recently I did a story on Chocho Mbova and I'm not sure if you guys saw that. Chocho plays for, uh, uh, was it Paul Russ? Yeah. And he was by far the most talented kid of his class. He was telling me that the parents felt so bad for him that they would give him money after games. Parents that hasn't changed. Of, of, of his um, friends and, 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 and teammates. Because he has to go back to Langa Township. At the end of all this, mm. Chocho had to go back uh, to Langa Township where his mother uh, wasn't working and, is, and, and find a way to support his... This is a high school kid. And, and bring something back from Stellenbosch because, well... If you're studying in Stellenbosch, somehow money is going to appear there. But this is just a kid at school. And you'd say, they'd like, hey, come here, don't tell anyone. And, and, and they'll chuck in some money. Because they know when school holiday starts, no one's going no to give a damn about him going back to, 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 to school and, and, and stuff like that. And you're saying it happens. It, it, that's still happening today. Today. I, for, I can guarantee you, we... We had a kid in, in a, with two kids in one of our academy teams, and we had a parent who just reached out to every other parent and said, "Guys, I've heard via the via that these kids can't afford the 
X amount of money that has to be paid to come to the Craven Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you've you'd seen that. Yeah. yeah. Guys were raising funds. Yeah, yeah. It was all over Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if that's still happening now, and Chojo Mbavani was at school, what, 2011, 2010? Yeah, so yeah. That's a whole decade later. Yeah. You know? But the other thing is, I think we've also got to hold these schools accountable. Yeah. You know? Oaks leave. It's all good and well. We, we, we get a P and we say, P, yes, you're a talented centre, buddy. Come play for Craig College. Come play for King mm. Come mm. play for Salbon. But what are Salbon doing for P? Mm. To give him a proper education. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't leave. At the very least, he leaves, he can go into university. Because not, not everyone's going to make it in rugby. Yeah, In yeah. fact, there can only be 22 Springbok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you get what I'm trying to say? So what are we doing for P? Are we, you know, all these folks leave, they leave schools without getting them a trick. That's a, that's a fundamental thing. Yeah. In South Africa, when, it's like getting a driver's license. A person comes to you and says, they don't have a driver's license. You're like, really, bro? In this day, I don't have a driver's license. And, and, and what, are, what are schools doing? Are our players just there to make sure that we uphold the good name of King Edward the Seventh School or Selborne College or Paul Rose. I think you hit the nail on the head or, there. What do and, we do for the Yeah, on how do you bring them back? Like, also, like, um, who said this? Um, I think it might have been, who's the coach of SVA dear? Uh, uh, Bevan Fortain. I think he said this as well. Why is it that our guys will go, though, like a seer, Colise will go, be a grey. <laughs> I'll put this in inverted commas, become a great product, uh, become a Springbok, captain the Springboks. And then that's it. It's cheers here. Bye, you've done your job. If injury ends his career today, where, does the the guy great, go? where did yeah, where does the guy go? How come none of these guys are actually brought back? I mean it, right to say it, like Sia, you're one of us. You know, as much we we owe you as much as you will credit us as well for the opportunities yeah. you got in, in this game. How come the guys from the Eastern Cape and, and some of the black guys from other provinces, they never get brought back? You, you're an old boy, as much an old boy as, as, as anybody else. But it's so rare. Look at Kaya Malotana only got brought back to Queens a couple of years ago. That's the first springboard to play a full-fledged test and, and, and to play in a World Cup. Should have been first line. As soon as that guy stops playing rugby, it's Kaya Malotana, come back to Queens, you're running our rugby program. Why does that not happen often enough? We'd run out of time. We'd, we'd definitely run out of time talking about it, but it, it has to. <laughs> yeah. The biggest thing is understand the why, which is important. Uh, apart from that, we've we got to go, whose responsibility is it? You understand? So right. let, let's, yeah. take, let's take a certain amount of responsibility ourselves and say, right, what are mm. we doing to help ourselves? You know? Good question. Um, yeah. Great question. Yeah. So yeah. what are we doing as we sit here to say, listen, Twinsy, man, I've heard this and this. It, you know what's going on? Do we ever speak to each other about those things? Do, Do we uh, have any program? Just correct. a foundation? Just even an entry-level program? 100%. ABC program? Correct. In place? In any, in any school? that we ourselves have put together, you know, those are the real challenges, you know, instead of looking yeah. for responsibility from other places. These are businesses. I spoke about it being professional now. If you look at how professional it is even here at the Craven Week. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, these, these are businesses, you know, and yes, they do have the responsibility. They should be held accountable, but should we not hold ourselves accountable to a certain degree 100%. as well? You know, 100%. And but Raj, to... my criticism is, 
if I look at a Scott Brits who finishes rugby career, he comes back and got a soft landing wherever. Yeah. Look at Ernst Chubbe, he finishes rugby at Saracens mm. and they empower them there. So that when he comes mm. back here, it's a soft landing. Mm. Um, I, I have a, I look at uh, uh, Mark, is it Mark the Cock, the nine? You know, the Oaks mm. come back and mm. he's doing marketing at SAS. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. those Oaks come back, mm. you know. Mm. The only person I know the union who's done that is let's look at Bandise. Mm. You know, Bandise mm. has gone from playing. Right. Yeah. You see, the, 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 the work he's doing for the Bulls is crazy. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. But it's only one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can, we can, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah. let's use Chili Boy as an example. If that was good enough to captain his country at 21, 22, mm. he must have some leadership quality. Yeah. He must have some uh, sort of half a brain, man. Yeah. So, how yeah. can we, yeah. in spite of his struggles yeah. and adversities and whatnot and whatnot, yeah. How do we? How do you take that guy and you bring him in and use yeah. him so he can become effective? Even I, I think even more so because of his struggles. I say because he will know firsthand what to avoid and what not to avoid. So those are people we're going to use. I mean, I can't speak highly of the work Bandisi is doing. Mm. And look at look at what the Bulls have done. They say, brother, brother, you, you offer you two contracts. There's no chaps. I, I, I'm, this rugby thing, I give it a bash. I, okay, how can we create a pathway for you? Now, Bandisi is a vital cog yeah. in the Bulls machine at the moment. Yeah, I mean, definitely. he's a massive part in their recruitment. Yeah, he, yeah. He's creating a narrative that's starting to speak to a greater yeah. group of people. And it's, hey, the Bulls, look at them, starting to work, isn't and, it? And, and now, in two or three years' time, for argument's sake, then the Bulls become a powerhouse again. Yeah. They're not now, but because all they've done is they, they just bring back their own people understand the culture that's of the Bulls. Right. Yeah. And that speaks to your point is let's bring back Pete to Salvon who understands the Salvon yeah. college culture. Yeah. Who you and, can relate. Actually they did. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're actually right. There is a, a certain level of um I, I guess insecurity or distrust. I'm not sure what it is, but hundred percent there are a couple of players previous players as well who do have relationships with high schools as well who've served high schools yeah. and unions at junior levels and maybe didn't work out yeah. for them but you can tell that's a special player and they're not great college as an example they've got Helfert Miller yeah they've got Vessel Duplessis in his own right they've got um, um, Tevaster Brain yeah so those are just keep but Retaining is this happening but yeah. is this happening in border Look at what's happening at Forte. Let's talk, guys. Let's talk about what's going down. You know what well, I mean? You're speaking to his point. You know? you're, you're making yeah. you're making his example. Yeah. Well, this is what I was touching on. Going back to you spoke about Chile. Did Chile mentor uh, Pepsi? Pepsi's a junior junior captain, no? yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is he mentoring him? And they're the same union. Does he sit down with the man and say, "Look, this is what's going to happen. These are the challenges." Yeah. Does CS sit down with Pepsi? Mm. What mm. are we doing? We yeah doing yeah, for yeah. ourselves. So that's that. That's my biggest thing. How can we help each other more? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, that's that you're absolutely right about that. And um, a little birdie told me that um, Edward um, is it Edward Kutsia, the next uh, Shark CEO. Um, he wants to bring a guy like Siseko Jafta closer to the franchise side, and Jafta is the um, is the Kozulu uh, Natal Rugby Union's um, general manager. Yeah. And he, his, his unfortunate story is that he got injured in his vertebra while playing in, at the Sharks Academy and he couldn't further his career. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly that. Bring those kind of guys back in so that your, your Fezo Bushlembatas, um, 
you know it's such a shame that um we have to wrap things up uh great conversation uh between uh the fellas here you guys have high level meetings to go to but uh thanks, <laughs> no, thanks, thanks for having us i don't miss me you guys eh? thanks yeah, for having me crazy it's actually a big friday for us it's been an amazing chat and um i do wish you guys the best uh i i i i have this gut feeling i know it in my gut that you guys will meet again high up with more stakes mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. on the line i i can almost bet my mortgage on that i don't want to meet this guy again <laughs> <laughs> it was tough man yesterday you were know, sweating man you don't sleep what are you talking yeah. about uh, but what a great battle man yeah. oh what an amazing battle thanks guys thanks faji uh for your great insight man great thanks to be morgan here for the picks morgan p has been sitting quietly in the background <laughs> taking all of this in thanks guys cheers nah, thanks for having us That's it for me, Spoom Chigeliso, and you've been listening to the Sports Live podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Do also catch us on timeslive.co.za as well as Sowetan Live, Business Live. We are also on Iono FM, the Apple Podcast Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. It could be Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, Pocket Cast, wherever. To connect with us, please use the hashtag Sports Live. Share your comments with us at Times Live or at Sowetan Live on Twitter. A big thank you goes out to the multimedia live team led by Scott Peter Smith and producer Paige Muller as well as the Tiso Black Star Digital Sports Department headed by Ninawa Mchana Ngoko. Our sound and audio mixer is Innocent Manyike. From us at the Sports Live podcast, it's goodbye for now.